Welcome to Wolfpack Career Chats from NC State University's Career Development Center, the only podcast dedicated to providing NC State students with current, relevant, and thought-provoking ideas that will challenge you to think about your future. Whether you want to know more about what hiring managers are really thinking, or you just need to hear an honest and encouraging story about overcoming obstacles to reach your goals, we've got you covered. Wolfpack Career Chats is just one of the many services we provide. Whether it's career fairs, on-campus interviews, co-op opportunities, or more, we are here for the pack. Hi, and welcome to Wolfpack Career Chats. My name is Alex Blanton, and today I have Jessica Cambic on the line. Hi, Jess. Hey, Alex. How you doing? Happy to be here. Doing good. Happy to have you. Um, Jessica is a sales manager at Yelp. And to start us off, could you tell us a little bit about your role? Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, right now how Yelp works is we bring in account executives that actually are calling local businesses all day, mom and pop shops from businesses that are run by, you know, one man or woman show to businesses that are run by, you know, have hundreds of employees. And so our account executives reach out and uh, sell them local advertising on the Yelp ads platform. And then what my job is, is actually developing and training and supporting these account executives to help them best fulfill their goals and their professional goals and their personal goals and personal growth in their career. And so my day consists of working with 15 to 16 individuals, sometimes even more because my counterparts as well, and uh, helping them on their calls, basically, and any support that they need off their calls. Gotcha. That's interesting. Um, so did you, did you always know what you wanted to do after college? And um, did you know that you wanted to get to where you are now? Or how did you decide? What, what led you to where you are now? Yeah. So Alex, I never thought in a million years, actually, I was going to be in sales. Um, both my parents are attorneys. So I grew up my entire life thinking that I was going to be a lawyer. That was one track mind. I want to, I want to be a lawyer. I want to go to law school. Uh, and then I actually got to UNC and I ended up joining the journalism school, journalism and media school. And I fell in love with like just everyone looking at PR and I ended up taking news writing classes and I started to open my mind up to just other things. Uh, but really what changed my track is I took a crisis communication class in my junior year. When okay. I was in that class, this is, this is like the moment. I'm in that class. It was uh, two or three years after the BP oil spill happened. And I just found, you know, CEO happened to butcher that a little bit. But I found it so fascinating getting up in front of an audience and being persuasive or changing the public perception into something that was more positive. And I fell in love with that. I wanted to be the person on the weather channel, even at some point with the meteor shower in the background, like everything's okay. I was like, I could crush that job. And so then I fell in love with crisis communication. So I really wanted to go a PR route. And then from there, it just kept growing. I did my first pitch because I was in PR classes then. So I was pitching in front of the group, these ideas. And I started to realize, you know, litigation and, and PR, they're, they're also similar. And, um, and they're, they're also sales. And I didn't actually draw that connection until a fellow alum uh, who had been at Yelp for over a year already, who went to UNC and reached out to me about the sales position. She was like, you would be perfect for this. And uh, I opened my mind to it. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, that's so interesting. And it's, it's funny, the, the BP oil spill and how like they were able to twist that because I remember, and I don't, I don't even know how old I was at the time, but I still like 
have vivid memories of that. And then like, but now when I think about it, I think of like the baby ducks with the Dawn dish soap. So they, (laughs) they for sure. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's important. Someone has to deliver that message in an honest way that, you know, even everything right now that's happening in America, there's still so much of me that wants to still do Christ communication. But my job is that also every day. I'm publicly speaking every single day in front of the AEs. Sometimes I'll give trainings in front of two, 300 people. And so, so much of PR and litigation is part of selling advertising. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So when you were um, in, in college, what, what successes do you contribute to your time in college that you've seen? Yeah. So... I think about this a lot now that I've graduated because I work with some people who haven't gone to college. Like I work with people from all different walks of life and they'll ask me that sometimes. And when I think about what college did for me is it opened, it basically diversified my entire friend group and, and basically my life experiences. Right. Mm -hmm. I had, I had the chance to meet all these different people from different walks of life, share experience with them, learn from them. That's what college was to me. It wasn't necessarily about, that really hard statistics class I took with this Turkish teacher that I had trouble understanding. When I think of college, that wasn't like exactly the thing that popped out, but it was the people that I learned from. And I still, to this day, take away from my my friends in schools, even strangers that I met in college, little nuggets of advice and, and things like that that have carried me into my career. So open your ears to all the people around you. That's what college is about. I couldn't agree more and I, I feel the same way and I'm still... I'm going to, I'm trying to soak up as much as I can from everyone around me because I was just talking with my friend the other day and we were talking about how the same kind of thing where it's what we're going to take away from college isn't going to be that that statistics class. It's going to be the experiences and like the conversations that we've had with other people and just the many different perspectives that you get to have when you get to go to a big university or anywhere like that. Right. Exactly. Love it. Um, So speaking of advice that you've gotten in college and, um, little tokens of information that you've been able to take with you. What's the best piece of advice you've received and what's the best advice that you can offer? Be present. And this is a, this is big, you know, being present. It's not easy. It takes mental focus. I I meditate every single day to be present because that advice I've given me, when you're thinking about the past, sometimes it can lead to depression. When you're thinking about the future, sometimes it leads to anxiety. And so when you can be present in every moment, focus on doing your best work, bringing your best self to this task. That's how everything else ends up unfolding. And so that was just some of the best advice I've gotten be present. And then, you know, with the last dance that just came out, I don't know if you watched it, Alex, Michael Jordan, the last dance. Oh, actually I watched a couple episodes with my dad, but. Oh, so good. You have to watch it. But MJ talks a lot about this as well, about being present in the moment. It's not about anything else that's happening right now. That's how you advance your career. And it's different than like putting your head down and doing your work. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about actually enjoying the work in that moment. Um, I love that. Yeah. And I guess one other thing that is just my mantra, that is advice that I give to others that I live my life by, my management style. I call it silver lining management style. I try to find a silver lining in every single person I come across in my career and in my personal life. Mm -hmm. I try to find a silver lining in every situation I come across Uh, people want to be surrounded with positive people. Positive people are more successful, uh, simply because they have more hours in the day. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's an awesome, um, piece of advice for right now, especially because I think it can be easy to 
get down with everything that's going on in the world and um, just to be able to take away a silver lining um, and anything that you do is going to, is going to make you successful. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's see. So you're from New York, you've studied in Chapel Hill. Um, and now I think you're currently working in DC. Yes. So out of all these places, um, what, what inspired these moves and where do you think your career might take you next? What, what has been like some of the best memories in those places? Anything you got really? You know, Yelp was my first job out of college and I, and I had some uh, internships before that and we can talk a little bit about that in a moment, but Yelp was my family right away when I walked in. I had this undying loyalty from them. I've been at Yelp for over five and a half years now. And, you know, I, I worked in the New York office for two and a half years. And one day, my, my, you know, I lived in Brooklyn. I lived in Manhattan. I did the whole five-floor walk up, did the whole thing, walking to work, loved it. Would put on a back in the New York groove. That was my jam. Nice. But one day, my boss came up to me and said, hey, Jess, we're opening an office in DC. I was a top performing manager in New York. She, uh, my director had come up to me in that moment. It was, uh, I want to say it was like 2017, excuse me, the summer of 2017, we started plotting on this. And she said, you want to come, we're opening up a new DC office. Do you want to come be one of three managers to open it with me? We're going to grow wow. this thing from 20 to 500. And I said, I didn't know anyone in DC. <laughs> I didn't have any family here. Uh, and I said, count me in, I'm coming. And That's when you awesome. have this loyalty for, you know, just the company that you work for, I'm a real company uh, woman and the, and you love the people and you're learning from them constantly making a move to go grow your company. It's just a no brainer for yep. me in that moment. So I packed up all my stuff at October. My roommates were so supportive. They're like, Jess, this is awesome. You need to go do that. I was like, what about the lease? They're like, we'll figure it out. We'll fill it. Um, but then I packed up, went to DC and, uh, started, started my legacy there. And we built the office out from, I was one of three managers and we built it out to 550 people. It was, it was, a, it was a pretty incredible ride building out the culture of, uh, of that office. I miss it right now that we're remote. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And I, I agree. I feel like having that opportunity to open an office, um, one of three people and be able to be one of the first pioneers of that area is it, that's incredible. And that's an opportunity, you know, you can't pass up. Yeah. I mean, there was construction going on. I remember in the beginning there was, you know, still jackhammers. We would have to take breaks on the phones because we couldn't hear. They were still building like the barista and whatnot. And so it was, it really was an incredible, it had a startup feel for a company that's been around for a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's weird. I've, I'm remembering back like two years ago when I was applying to schools, I applied to schools in Raleigh area. And then I applied to a couple in New York and a couple in DC and I ended up in Raleigh, obviously, but, um, right. <laughs> yeah, you're like living the dream of mine. So, um, maybe after graduation one day, I'll get to experience some of those places, but well, come on down. Cool. We'd love to have you. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of your internships, you mentioned, how did those yeah. help to guide you, um, to where you are? Yeah, definitely. So, I, I was, uh, you know, I was telling you that I was really focused on becoming a lawyer, <laughs> like very focused on becoming a lawyer. And so yeah. my, uh, my parents actually had helped me get this internship at the department of justice. And so I was a legal clerk there for a summer. And I think that's when I knew that this, it wasn't going to be enough. Um, there wasn't going to be enough engagement with people and talking with people enough for me yeah. in law. I spent an entire summer during that internship listening to prison tapes and taking discovery and logging in an Excel sheet, different notes. Sometimes yeah. we came across some fascinating stuff, but otherwise 
gosh darn, it was like watching paint dry some days. And so I was craving that human interaction because like I told you earlier, Alex, how I felt about school and college is that most of my learning came from the people around me. And I wanted to take that into a career. And if I was going to do law, I just felt after that internship, I barely talked to anyone this summer. I barely got yeah. to learn from people, right? Because there was just none of that. So, and the following summer, I did. A, I decided this was when I was thinking about the PR and, and doing public relations. And so then I worked at the New York Historical Society, and that I thought I was going to be doing event planning and galas. Well, that was one day of it. <laughs> a lot of the day was actually making phone calls to members and helping them tell them what uh, uh, exhibits that we had coming up at the museum and uh, events that we had coming up. And so that, again, was almost like closer. So I'm getting closer and closer to sales, as, as you can see. Yeah. And that wasn't enough interaction for me either at the time, because a lot of that internship was also you know, not the sexy stuff. It was like filing papers and stuff like that. And so it really did show me those internships. I was craving to be talking to people all day and learning from people all day. And so that's, I guess, part of the reason why, I don't know, my feet led me to sales. Yeah, for sure. That's interesting. And I I can definitely relate to some of those experiences. And especially this summer, Um, just working virtually has been um, I had an internship this summer and it's continued into the school year. And I kind of feel the same way where I would have had this opportunity to go in and meet so many different people and, um, learn from them in that way. But working virtually, you, you really feel like you maybe meet once, once a day for 15 minutes with someone. And then the rest of the day, you just have the computer and it gets a little bit lonely. And I'm like, is this really what I want to be doing? So I think that I'm interested in sales in that same way where you do have that chance to talk to a lot of different people and, um, that's awesome that you were able to recognize that in your internship experiences and help it help, let it help you decide to pursue that. Yeah, totally, totally guided me. It totally showed me how much that my energy and my, uh, I don't know, even my skill and my growth rates were just exponentially higher when I was around and talking to people and yeah. the lack of that at some of my internships showed me that. Yeah. Um, so speaking of, what you're doing now and how you get to enjoy that. What do you enjoy most about your current position? I can tell you, I've, I've done a few different roles at this company now. All of them involve people management. I've done mm-hmm. a, the training role, bringing on new hires. I've been a director at the company where I had a floor of 100 people under me. I've done the sales manager role, which is working very closely with 15 people. And I have to say, that is, it's this role right now, working with a tight knit group of 15 people, it is the most rewarding day in and day out, watching them grow, not just in their sales skills, but in their personal life. That is what I love most. I love having conversation. Like sometimes Alex, we're not even talking about sales and advertising. Sometimes we're just talking about life and how to cope with certain situations or different breathing exercises we can do to handle anxiety sometimes and just abstract stuff and concepts that are going on in the world. We had a debate yesterday if artificial intelligence would uh, harm or be beneficial for humanity if robots were to come in and take over the world, like stuff like that. And, and it's, it's rewarding just hearing and hearing their thoughts. And then at the end of the day, it is sales. They have uncapped commission watching the things that they earn with this month, with the money that they get, they've bought houses, they put their kids through college. It's, there's nothing more rewarding than someone coming to you at the end of the day and being like, thanks for being by my side as we got there. I just yeah. bought a house. I'm there's it's, there's no better feeling. <laughs> I That's love awesome. people management. I love people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can tell. And I was thinking like with your internships and how you're saying you felt like you were 
trapped to in an Excel sheet. Um, just talking to you for the past few minutes, it's crazy. Like I couldn't imagine you being cooped up to a computer all day because like I can just tell that you're, you're a people person and people are drawn to you. People are drawn to positivity and um, I'm certainly enjoying the conversation. So um, <laughs> me too, Alex. Me great, too. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see. Um, what's one fear that you had when you were entering the workforce and how did you meet that fear? How did you face it? Or did you even come to find out that it wasn't even that big of a deal? Yeah. Money. Okay. Money. So, okay. So coming as I was in my senior year before my friend from Yelp had actually reached out to me and even put it on my radar, Gail and Rob, my parents were still very much so Jess, you're going, you're doing law. Right. right. I was like, okay. <laughs> they, they, they weren't feeling the whole sales thing that my, you know, my uncle Jamie, he had sold carpets and my mom knew how stressful sales could be. And I don't know if she wanted that for me, but meanwhile, well, it's pretty stressful too. Let's be honest here. Yeah. So uh, I had had an offer, a bird in the hand. My parents had set me up with the, the perfect job out of college. It has, you know, an 80K base um, to be a legal clerk at a non-for-profit. And my parents were really excited about it. They wanted me to take it. And then when my friend had come along from Yelp and said, hey, you should come in. The starting, the starting position at Yelp at the time, a lot's changed since then salary-wise, but it was half of what my offer was, less than half, excuse me. Okay, and yeah. so that was a scary moment, right? It was like, okay, but I knew there was uncapped commission. So I, was, I had a fear of, am I going to be able to provide for myself? Right. Because I knew I wanted to live alone. I knew I wanted my own apartment, like whether it was with my friends or myself. I knew I, I didn't want any of uh, my parents' money anymore. I really wanted to feel independent, like a strong, okay. independent woman. And so money was a big fear. Like, am I going to be able to produce enough sales to really make up that difference in salary um, and some, right? To make yeah. the opportunity cost worth it. And so uh, what I found and how I coped with that is what I was telling you before, I, I lived in the moment and I was present every single day. And I just, I did what my bosses recommended that I do. And I, well, I followed the process that the company had laid out. And I did that day in and day out. And that fear started to dissipate because I started to see a lot of success from following the process day in and day out. Sure, there was bad days where I was scared again about you know finances and stuff. But I mean, I went from you know taking this this uh, this job that had less than half the salary of the original law position that I was going to go to, and I ended up making over six figures my second year. And so it was just wow. the the way that I ended up progressing, the fear went away, and I haven't felt that fear for a second since that day, honestly. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and the last question to wrap us up, yeah, that we ask everyone in this series is: in 2040, what advice would you give yourself at the current age that you're at? What do you imagine the advice that you would give? So I'm also the hiring manager. And I, and I think about this when I'm interviewing people as well. I would give the advice to be extremely adaptable to change. The ability to handle change in a non-emotional way, right? So a change happens. Are you going to be reactive or are you going to be reflective and thoughtful before you speak or before you uh, knock it or say it's bad or good or whatever? But really think about what the changes that are happening educate yourself on them, figure out a plan on how you're going to approach those changes, look at all different sides of what this change is actually uh, doing, who is causing this change. And so if you can adapt to change 
I mean, you, you can literally, the sky's the limit. You think about why people don't end up getting jobs or don't end up, um, or end up losing their jobs, it's because maybe they ended up being a sourpuss because they couldn't adapt to change with things. Or maybe they were they were being too difficult trying to go too hard against the grain just because they didn't like change. Change is always uncomfortable. And so if you can find a way to always adapt to it, that's that's the advice I would give myself because I was not that five years ago. I think change right. shook me a lot more than it did right than it does right now. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's awesome. And I I totally relate. I feel like for anybody, change is going to be difficult. No one goes through change as well as you might want them to. So if you can be adaptable in that way, you're going to disguise the limit. We um, need to. Well, thank you so much, Jess, for coming on with us today. We really appreciate it. I know I've taken a lot of advice from you that it will last me. And I'm sure everyone listening will too. So thank you so much. I appreciate it, Alex. And thank you guys for having me on today. All right, this was Wolfpack Career Chats. Thanks for listening. The NC State Career Development Center prepares and empowers students to identify and pursue their career goals. Stop by Poland Hall to learn more. Thank you for listening to Wolfpack Career Chats, and we hope to see you around campus. Have a packtacular day.